Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. TGL fam, welcome back to another episode of The Good Life. Man, y'all, 2021, we're off to a great start, a crazy start. But Cezanne and I, y'all, we have never taken a family vacation away from The Good Life, away from y'all. I mean, it's like we're all on vacation, right? TGL fam, you're the family. We're taking a family vacation. We're, we're actually taking our girls on vacation for a couple weeks this summer. But we realized a lot of the time on this show, we talk so much, so much about unplugging, creating space, creating balance. And so that is exactly what we need right now. Cezanne and I looked at each other this spring and we were like, we need a little bit more space, a little bit more balance in our life. But honestly, we need it too so that we can show up to be our best for this show and for everything, the content-wise that we're creating. So we are actually going to take the first extended hiatus from The Good Life. But don't worry, we're not leaving you empty-handed. Of course, we have lined up for the next eight weeks a wonderful lineup of guests that have actually been on the show before. We are replaying episodes uh, from Jim Quick to Bob Goff to Kelly Levesque, some of our favorite episodes that you may have never heard before. And if you have heard, trust me, they are worth hearing again, as well as our untold love story, We're going to be replaying that for you, our most listened to episode. So, of course, we have things lined up as we're away. We're going to be thinking of you. We're going to be thinking of this show and how we can make this show even better when we come back for our three-year anniversary, which is coming up for The Good Life. We've got wonderful things in store, fam. So thank you for bearing with us while we're on this break. We love you. We'll be thinking of you. We'll be thinking of lots of fun things that we'll have in store when we come back. But, of course... We've got episodes lined up for you. So with no further ado, let's get into our first run back episode of the summer. Stick around, fam. It's about to get good. What's up, TGL fam? We have one of our favorite guests back on the show with us. You all know him, Mr. Jim Quick. Jim, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. I'm so glad to be here with you both. I, I hope everyone who's listening is is, is doing well and we're, we're safe and, and everything else that you need. So I'm, I've been looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, we, we have to. Last time we had you in studio, obviously, with everything going on, we're not seeing your face in studio. But uh, last time you blew all of our minds. The Power of Patterns was the episode, fam. Uh, and so many people were re-listening to that episode, one of our most listened to episodes. But today, fam, we are talking specifically, Jim, about your new book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. Mm. Okay. There Who is, wouldn't want that? There that is great. <laughs> there is so much that, that we've got to cover today. And Jim, I'm going to let you riff and, and we're going to get into your new book and all the things that you are uncovering here. But first, I want to go back to something because we are still in quarantine. I remember last time something that you did that really caught the attention of Saz and I was your morning routine, your your exceptional morning routine, right? During coronavirus, so many people, I think, have been thrown off their routines. 
So I just wanted to ask you really quickly, um, are you doing anything differently in your morning routine? Have you changed anything up? Have you done anything different to keep yourself motivated? Are you still taking cold showers? (laughs) (laughs) People are probably wondering what that cold shower thing is. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, I'll, I'll make sure I address it in uh, in this conversation. But um, great to be back with you. And um, yes, we are quarantined. You know, the, the metaphor I'm using right now with clients and uh, with our community is that we are cocooning because part of learning is uh, one of the ways we learn faster. And I know we've talked about speed reading and learning languages and remembering the best brain foods in the, in the past and the patterns of genius. One of the things is um, we learn what really well through metaphors. When uh, learning is really taking something we don't know and, and connecting it with something we do know. And the metaphor that mm-hmm. I'm using for this is this metamorphosis meaning that we feel like we're going through a life cycle, kind of like a caterpillar going into a cocoon. And, um, you know, a simple story would be like, uh, you know, because we're in this cocoon, we are alone with our thoughts. We're alone with our fears. We're alone with our doubts. We might be feeling alone. And so how do we make sure we come out of this, you know, as best as we can. So we could turn into that metaphorical butterfly and, and be smarter mm-hmm. or wiser, or maybe a little stronger because of it. And um, I'll, I'll talk about five things in my routine that I'm really focused on. And I think everyone uh, could uh, be able to benefit from it. And um, now when we're talking about a butterfly, it's interesting because it reminds me of, of a story that, uh, imagine a little girl in her in the backyard and she's playing and she comes across a caterpillar and she's enamored with the caterpillar and she runs inside and says, mommy, daddy, can I keep the caterpillar? Can I keep it as a pet? And they say, of course you can. Here is a Mason jar. All we ask is that you, you feed it, you know, you feed it leaves and the girl runs out puts a caterpillar in the jar, feeds it, puts a lot of leaves inside the jar as well as some little tree branches. And the caterpillar goes to work and just starts eating. That's what caterpillars do. They, they love to eat leaves. And, um, and it grows and it grows. And then one day the caterpillar climbs up the tree branch inside the jar and starts spinning a cocoon around itself. And mm-hmm. you know, the child is just fascinated by this, never seen anything like this before and uh, watches patiently each day. And then one day, as you can imagine, the creature starts uh, making a, like a little hole from coming from the inside going out. And the, cat, the creature is, is struggling a little bit and, and is really is having a hard time getting through this little hole in the cocoon. And so the child runs into the house and grabs a pair of scissors and walks back outside because knows that that she's not supposed to run with sisters <laughs> and <laughs> and maybe the, the the little girl is thinking like you know she doesn't want the 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 creature to struggle and she snips the hole open for the creature to come out and immediately as soon as the hole opens the the creature comes out but it's not it doesn't look quite like a butterfly it looks like a butterfly but it looks a little different the the body is very swollen the uh, the wings are very shriveled and she's just expecting it to fly away or just transform into this butterfly that she, you know she's seen in the garden and it doesn't 
And so she goes mm-hmm. in a little, a little weepy into the house and asks the parents, you know, what happened? You know, I thought it would fly. And, and she explains what she did, you know, in terms of cutting the hole open. And um, the parents explained to her that it was very important for the, for the butterfly to be able to come out on its own. That um, because when it goes through that tiny little hole, it actually pushes the fluid from the body into the wings and nourishes the wings so the wings can be strong, so they can be whole and fly. And, um, and it's kind of like that metaphor a little bit. We feel like we are in a cocoon. And while the beauty is in the butterfly, the, the growth happens in the cocoon. And so my heart goes mm-hmm. to, out to anybody right now who feels like they're going through struggles and difficulty and, um, you know, and trying times. And, you know, this is a, a cycle, right? I mean, this is a global cycle that, that we've never encountered before. If you're going through a whole range of emotions, I would honor it and know that this is part of the human experience. Don't discount it, you know. So as I give these tips, some of them are like, you know, you know, be able to care for yourself and learn new things. But I don't want people to think like you have to do any of these things. You know, if you're going through emotions, these are choices. Like there's um there's a quote I open up in the book from a French philosopher that says, "Life is the sea." between the B and the D. Life is the C between the B and the D. And uh, people are thinking I'm speaking in code and tongues, but B stands for birth, D stands for death, and C, life, stands for choice. And, mm. you know, we are Love that. a lot. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like I got truth bumps, you know, just even saying it out loud, but we are the sum total mm-hmm. of all the choices we've made to this point. You know, where are we going to live and what are we going to do and what are we going to eat and what are we going to watch? What are we going to listen to? Where who are we going to spend time with? You know, all these decisions. And I really do believe deep down that these difficult times, they could define us or these difficult times can diminish us or these difficult times can develop us. Ultimately, mm-hmm. we decide because we have the power of our own choice. No matter what's going on in the external environment, we always have a choice about our internal environment. And so what, when we talk about being coming limitless, limitless for me is not about being perfect. Limitless for me is progressing beyond what you believe is currently possible for yourself and your family. And sometimes the limit that holds us back from this change or growth, sometimes is, is trying to cling to a world that was like that caterpillar could think that this, you know, staying the same rather than progressing and and continuing the cycle. And so when we talk about choices, I would say that there are five things we could be thinking about in terms of our routines. And again, this is just some, some, some advice. You don't have to do all of these things, but maybe you have some options and I'll, you know, the two of you know, I always alliterate everything. Everything is an acronym Mm -hmm. or something, the mnemonic to make it very memorable. I want everyone listening to take some notes because just like in the previous episode, we're going to go through and I hope people take pictures like they, I still get tagged every week from people who listen to that episode of ours. Um, yeah. <laughs> things. Great. And, and we would love to see that and your big takeaways and screenshotting and sharing and tagging us all on it. And we'll, I'll, I'll obviously repost it and I'll even share a copy of the book with, with, with one person as a gift. Um, so five sure. C's. Number one, and we'll go this really rapid fire because they're pretty self-explanatory. 
when we're making choices, I would say number one, in no specific order, the first C is clarity. You know, I believe mm-hmm. that solitude is a wonderful time to check in with ourselves. That sometimes when we're going, whether you're a parent, you're an entrepreneur, you're wearing these different hats, you're going sometimes 100 miles an hour. And when do you have a moment to pause and really reflect to make, just check in with yourself and, and just check in to see if things are aligned for you, if you're going in the right direction. And one of my clarifying questions, very simple, is what's most important to me in whatever? What's most important to me in my life? What's most important to me in a career? What's most important to me in family? What's most important to me in my contribution? Uh, what's most important to me to feel fulfilled or my spirituality. And those clarifying questions, you know, I believe self-awareness is a superpower. And when do you get a pause to just check in with yourself and just mm-hmm. connect with what's mo- most important to you? So you ask what's most important to you, which you find your values. Hey fam, I got to tell you all something that I'm doing for Stevie for Father's Day coming up. Have y'all heard of the app Songfinch? So it's this app that has basically allowed you to create your own custom song, like seriously with your own like lyrics and melody and everything. And it just takes like five minutes. So I went on songfitch.com and I got to select like the music genre, which I tried to go with like Stevie's vibe and his style. Um, And then you can actually pick the perfect musician to bring it to life. I heard about it actually through a friend and I learned as I was researching that they've got over like 2000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot. And I just felt like with you know, Father's Day coming up. I've already got him like in the past, like the watch or the cologne, or I wanted to do something a little bit more heartfelt, something more personalized. So that's why I decided to go with a custom song. Now he doesn't know this yet, but I can actually let you guys listen to a short little snippet right here. mean a lot to me and you so freaking sweet i can't i can't get enough i just i just want to eat daddy to my babies you know you know i'm your lady so come and get the sugar come and come and kiss your baby one two three times oh i'm lost in your eyes i love that i get you every night same high it's a great gift for Father's Day. If any of you guys are looking for something creative, I say get on Songfinch. It's really awesome for any occasion. Now, songs are normally $249, but this week they're $50 off. So it's going to bring it to $199 with the code GOODLIFE. They're going to hook you up with a little discount. An extra $20 off. That's a total of $70 off the perfect Father's Day gift. So if you want to try it out, Visit songfinch.com, that's song, S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H.com, and use the code GOODLIFE for that $70 off. It's the perfect gift, y'all. Man, I can't wait for it to fully come to life. Stay tuned. And then a second question I would ask is, are my actions aligned with my values? So just to check in to make sure like if you if you value love or growth or contribution adventure are your actions each day consistent with fulfilling those values so that, that's just one example of getting clarity number two while we're cocooning the second c i would say is care and we've all heard that self-care is not selfish and when i'm talking about care i don't mean just physical hygiene Although, you know, we know we should be washing our hands and six feet distant, 
and sanitizing everything. But also, I want to remind you how important, besides physical hygiene, is also mental hygiene. And um, mm-hmm. getting in, you know, when we're talking about mental health, you know, a big part of it is what we're feeding our mind on a regular basis. And here's where I want to address something very sensitive in terms of the news. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a coach. I offer some, some, some advice in terms of giving people more choices. My, my challenge sometimes is that the brain is hardwired to look at threat, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to tune in at seven o'clock if the news says do this or else, you know, your family's in trouble, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to, hey, here are all the happy things that are going on right now. Uh, and so your, your amygdala is always on its wire to pay attention to things that could hurt you. And so my challenge is, and I have no problem people knowing what's going on in the world, that that's your choice. And again, you know, that's your freedom that you have is my challenge is that if we are always feeding our brain, what's dark and threatening, we start to see that everywhere. Meaning that mm-hmm. we know there's an algorithm for Instagram or Facebook that if you liked and commented on every, I don't know, dog post, (laughs) you're going to start seeing a lot more dogs because that's the algorithm. It's going to feed you more of what you're engaging in. And if you're engaging in the news all the time and just all of the, I'm going to call it darkness for for lack of a better word, then it's going to start feeding you more and more of that, just like the algorithm on Instagram. And the challenge with it is you can't consciously pay attention to everything And we talked about in the last episode that your brain primarily deletes things because you can't be overwhelmed with a billion things you could be paying attention to. And so if if your algorithm is looking at what's wrong and what's dark, the problem is you're not shining a light on what you could be grateful for. You're not going to be shining a light on possibility. You might not be paying attention to opportunity or your blessings. And, and so all I'm just, you know, making it conscious for everybody is that we are responsible, that our past, whatever has happened, has gotten us to where we are, and we are responsible, and then we own our thoughts, and we own where we are right now, so we have the power to make things better. And so I would just say that if we're not to overindulge in anything, and always just, even if your people are Netflix, you know, and for six hours, and if, do you want to do that? God bless you. That, that's your choice. <laughs> and I'm saying that to ask yourself maybe a question is, is this serving my highest good? Is this, is this, mm-hmm. is this moving me towards things that are most important to me that I clarified? And, and so that's all I ask people to do is just do things mindfully as opposed to just doing it out of default. You know, same thing in terms of what we put in our body. Sometimes when we're stressed, we just grab the junk food. Right. And are we just yeah. we turn on the TV because we want to distract ourselves? And again, if you're using it for entertainment, you're using it for joy. Amazing. Do that. But do it, do it right. mindfully. Do it, do it with consciousness. Because my the challenge when it comes to your brain is chronic stress shrinks your brain. It puts you in fight, flight, mm-hmm. or freeze. And that's not the optimal state to to learn and mm-hmm. to grow and to be feel fulfilled and connected with the world. And chronic, that's chronic stress. And we know chronic Mm. fear actually compromises your immune system. It's a whole area of science called psychoneuroimmunology. And that if you're always in a fearful place, it actually makes you more susceptible to colds, to flus, to viruses. Mm. And so make sure that while we're caring for ourselves, yes, physically use physical hygiene, but also exercise some mental hygiene. 
and, and just stand guard to your mind and make clear conscious choices. Um, we've talked about in the past, all the, you know, the brain foods and optimizing your sleep and everything else that we talk about in chapters of the book, but just be conscious of where, we're, what we're tuning into. Um, the third C after clarity and care, I would say is contribution. What a wonderful time to make a difference when people are struggling and suffering and the antidote I really feel talking about butterflies. I get butterflies still to this day. Every time I go on stage, I still do. It's um, people that know, you know, heard my story in the previous episode that I grew up with learning difficulties and traumatic brain injuries. My superpower was shrinking down and becoming invisible because I, you know, I thought I was broken and I didn't want to be called on in class. I would sit behind the big kid in class so I wouldn't get the spotlight. And so, you know, going on stage as an introvert, it's not extremely comfortable, but I get butterflies. But the moment I get on stage, I just focus on serving and be able to contribute and automatically the fear just disappears. And I really do believe service is the antidote to fear. And so, mm-hmm. um, and one of the things we could do is ask this, ask the question, you know, where can I put my time, my talent, my treasure to, to make a difference, to contribute. And it could be something simple, like, you know, FaceTiming a neighbor who might be older and a bit more vulnerable at this time. They might be alone right. or maybe they need food or just how can you uniquely contribute? For me on, for example, on Instagram and Facebook, we've been doing regular uh, study hours because we know school is not in session. So I'm teaching, you know, students on how to learn, you know, a subject that they're not taught in school. They, they're taught what to learn, but not how to learn or how to focus and how to study. So we're just doing that and making completely, we're contributing, you know, with the proceeds of our book, we're donating in hundred percent of all our author uh, proceeds and royalties to build schools for young girls and boys who don't have access to education and mm-hmm. providing health care and clean water. But that's our way of contributing. So how can you contribute time, talent, treasure? And that helps you because, you know, what you give, you know, what you get back is um, something so much greater. And so that's contribution. Mm-hmm. And then finally, four and five, clarity, care, contribution, 4C is uh, creativity. And I, I just feel like that what's something you've always wanted to write or, or music you wanted to be able to compose or art, or you've always wanted to make that, start that blog, or you, know, you wanted to be creative. Because even before what's going on in the world started, a lot of careers and jobs were going to machines. They were going to, they were being automated, they were going to artificial intelligence. And, uh, and what makes us human is the things we create, you know, that's not going to go to a machine, our creativity, our imagination. And I do believe when I talk about being limitless, the limitless resource we have on this planet is, is the human mind. I don't, I don't believe the sky is a limit. I think there's no limit on your creativity. There's no limit to your imagination. There's no limit to our ability to solve problems. There's no limit to our ability to get together and there's no limit to human determination. And, um, and when I'm talking about creativity, even if you look back historically, some people might not know this, but it was during the great plague that Shakespeare wrote Macbeth. It was during the great plague that he was, you know, socially distancing himself that he wrote Anthony and Cleopatra. It was like a personal Renaissance for Shakespeare. It was during the plague when they closed um, the universities in London that Isaac Newton had to go home 
And one day he was sitting in his yard underneath the tree and an apple fell on his head. You know the story. And he came up with the theories of motion, the theories of gravity. And that was an extremely creative time. And I'm not saying we have to do something so world shaking like that, but what is one thing that you've always wanted to create and, and you wanted to start? And maybe you could use this opportunity to be creative because I really do believe when people say they are burnt out because they're doing so much, some of it is not because you're doing too much. Some of that burnout comes from doing too little of what makes you feel alive. And creativity mm, is a good. wonderful, yes, creativity is a wonderful spark and flame that, that really nourishes more of our soul. And so how can you mm. be creative in your own way? Okay, guys, I recently learned through our show, actually, about StoryWorth.com. Now, StoryWorth.com, it's actually a pretty genius idea. And I'm like, dang it. Why didn't I come up with that? Don't you love when that happens when something incredible comes out into the market and you're just like, man, I should have thought of that. Yeah. I'm having one of those moments because what story worth has done once a week, what they do is like, they can email you questions, like questions that you would never think to ask. And it's like pretty like sweet, sentimental questions about maybe somebody in your life. And then They simply reply with the story, which is shared with you each week. And then at the end of the year, the stories are all bound up together in a beautiful keepsake book that you can actually gift. I love that. I love that it's basically a company that has allowed you to preserve your memories, to feel more connected with your family. And it's like this weekly accountability that's allowing you to dive deeper and to really think about loved ones, especially what loved ones that live far away. Um, This is something that I felt really inspired to do because, you know, with the pandemic and everything that went on, a lot of families have just been disconnected because of that. And with Father's Day coming up, I thought it would be an amazing partnership to share with you guys here on this show because you can give your dad or your special someone in your life um, the most meaningful gift, which is story worth. You can get started right away um, with there's no shipping required. And you, all you have to do is go to storyworth.com forward slash good life. They're going to give you $10 off our your first order for our good life fam. Um, and you can dive deep and sort of learn more about their online service. And it's just really what I love about it is that it just helps your dad, grandfather, father-in-law, and every father figure in your life right now with Father's Day. Just like share stories through thought-provoking questions, things that you wouldn't think about and their memories and their personal thoughts. And it's just, it's a really great keepsake that can live in the family for years and years and generations to come. I just want to add to that. I recently looked at Stevie and I was like, man, in the world that we're living in today, everything being so visual with like photos online and things like that. I'm like, we need to like actually start keeping something in the flesh, like something like actual booklet or something where we can pass it down to like our kids, kids and their kids and something that just is more thoughtful. And so I love that they've created this whole system and service for you. So they're doing the legwork um, and they've helped numerous families learn about each other in profound, special ways. And their testimonials will practically move you to tears. I mean, you've got to get on their site Check them out and uh, and enjoy that ten dollars off. It's Story Worth S T O R Y Worth W O R T H dot com forward slash Good Life. Check it out and Happy Father's Day. And then finally, the the fifth C is capability. Capability, which is skills. You know what what have you always wanted to learn? And we have unfettered access, you know, to everything with through podcasts, through YouTube, through 
through all this stuff, um, we can learn, you know, salsa or Spanish. You can learn how to code. You can learn so many things. And you know, you have a to-do list, but what's on your to-learn list? What do you want to? Mm. What What are the books you've always wanted to read that have been sitting on your shelf, but you haven't read it, and then they become shelf help, not not self help. <laughs> you know, in terms of <laughs> capabilities, I think. And uh, excuse the siren in the background. I'm, I'm in New York City of all places to be cocooning, um, which is a wonderful time to practice building your, you know, your focus muscles. You know, every time there's an opportunity to be distracted, there's an opportunity to focus. But I think the most important capability we could all learn is learning how to learn. Because if, um, if there was a genie could grant you any one wish, but only one wish, you would ask for infinite wishes, right? And um, right. that would be goal but if there was your if i was your learning genie and i could grant you any one learning wish what would the equivalent be of asking for infinite wishes what subject or skill would you want to learn and i think the answer would be learning how to learn because if you can learn how to learn you could apply that towards anything you could grant all of your learning wishes you could apply it towards math or money or mandarin or martial arts or management or marketing everything gets easier so capabilities what have you always wanted to, to dive into? And so those are five things to answer your question about in terms of my routine. I would add a 60 just spontaneously is consistency because that's the routine. Some people who are working from home, they're not used to working from home. There's a new set of distractions and having structure will give you, you know, productivity to help your performance. It'll help you with your peace of mind, especially a routine around the first hour of your day and the last hour of your day. You know, I think that that's extremely mm-hmm. important. So I have actually added more structure during this time because um, I feel like having that structure gives me more freedom and peace of mind because I feel like, especially with biorhythms and circadian rhythms, when it comes to your sleep and everything else, you know, your, 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 your mind loves that consistency. And when I, by the way, when I say clarity, care, contribution, creativity, capability you don't have to like devote eight hours doing these things a small simple step like you know five minutes ten minutes meditating on and just journaling about what's most important to me in life you know self-reflection care could be something like going for a 15 minute you know hike in or taking in taking time for yourself creating some white space contribution just could be a couple of phone calls connecting with people you love creativity could be just spending 10 minutes writing or writing poetry or creating music capabilities could be just spending 10 or 15, 20 minutes reading a new book on a subject you've always wanted to learn. So it doesn't have to be earth shadowing. It's just little by little, a little becomes a lot. Hey fam, you know what I think is so cool? I've been in the beauty space for eight plus years now, getting to try products, getting to review products, and even getting to like sort of figure out where some white space is in the market where it'd be really cool to see some products. And in one of those areas I've seen is that, you know, when it comes to hair, we all know not everybody's hair type is created equal. And so sometimes when we try to get into a healthy hair care regimen, we just realize it's not working for us. And so I love that there is a brand out there called Pros. P-R-O-S-E. And what they've done is they've created customized hair care products for people, not hair types. 
And so you'll never have to compromise on healthy hair goals because every one of their products is actually formulated with you in mind. They're freshly made to order products. They're designed to transform with you throughout the different seasons and lifestyle changes as we know, because there's no such thing as using the same product all day, every day, and for years and years to come, in my book at least. I've seen in various seasons when it comes to if I'm pregnant, um, even when certain weather seasons, when it's like more hot outside, more humid, I've noticed I've had to adapt and to change up a little bit, like even what I'm using in my beauty routine. Um, Pros creates custom shampoo and conditioners based on your personal hair analysis and through their algorithm. They have this online quiz and it allows you to dive deep into every conceivable factor that affects your hair and health. It's actually a pretty cool quiz to take. So even if you're like, you're not in the market right now looking for shampoo conditioner, I say go on and take their quiz because it really, it allows you to sort of get to know yourself in a new light, get to know your hair a little bit. They've got over 50 billion formula combinations, by the way, um, so that the result is a unique blend of ingredients that caters to your every strand and follicle. They're also clean and responsible beauty. Love that. And every one of their formulas is sustainably sourced and cruelty-free. I've had a chance to actually try some of their products. I took the quiz and, and I just truthfully love how anytime I use their conditioner, oh my gosh, my hair just, it instantly looks and feels so soft, so shiny. And it was all just formulated from this quiz that I took. So um, if you want to get on and take the quiz, highly suggest you do that. It's free. And you're going to get 15% off your first order today. If you go to pros.com forward slash good life, you're going to take um, that quiz and get that 15% off. Just put that forward slash good life in there. Um, and yeah, I'm interested to see what your results are going to be. So feel free to tag me and share that with me too online. It's prose.com forward slash good life. Enjoy that 15% off. Jim, I think you answered the question that I wanted to ask because I think so many people, you know, listen to you, you know, go through that list, especially including us and just saying, wow, you know, that it makes so much sense. There's so much clarity and I know that's one of the things, but there's so much clarity that is brought when you're going through that list. And so many people right now, you know, are outside of their, their normal routine, right? And they've kind of been thrown off and maybe they're eating more junk food than they're used to because they see the pantry 10 times a day, or maybe they're not motivated to work out because the gym is not there. And so they've kind of been thrown into this like life tornado, but at the same time, there's not a lot going on. So it's, it's like this slow tornado, right? Um, and, and I think you just kind of answered this question, but to go a little bit deeper, how can people motivate themselves to begin this process? And I know you've talked about this in our previous interview and you, you're really good at putting motivation into a new perspective. Can you just go through that again? Absolutely. absolutely. Let's, let's talk about this. This actually brings us right to the limitless model, which is the heart of the book. This book, when I originally wrote it and was ready to turn it into my publisher, was a book on methods, you know, how to read three times faster, how to learn languages, how to be able to focus and concentrate, and very important superpowers to have today. But then I asked myself this question, will 100% of the people who read this book get the results? And my honest answer was no, because it was missing two ingredients. And so I went back to the drawing board and I created something called the limitless model. And the limitless model, a big component of it is human motivation. So I'll explain the model and then we'll go deep into motivation. Because I think my, my challenge is a lot of people know what to do, 
but they don't do what they know, right? And we know we, we should do these things, but we can't get ourselves mm-hmm. to do it. So what, what stops us? So let's do a little interactive exercise with everybody who's listening. What I want you to do is take out a piece of paper. And um, I, know, I know some people are working out or they're cleaning the house or they're doing something else. This would be worth it because I'm going to give you a three-part framework that not only will show you how to learn anything faster, this three-part framework will literally show you how to unlock your potential. And I know it's a really, really big claim. So here we go. I want everyone to think about an area of your life where you feel limited. And it doesn't have, the focus of my book happens to be in your learning and your memory and your intelligence, your reading speed, but it could be any area of your life. Where do you feel like you're being held back? Where do you feel like you're not making progress, even if you're working towards it? Or where do you feel like you're not motivated? So where do you feel like you're in a box? Is it in your career? Is it in your income? Is it in your relationship? Maybe you're not advancing or progressing or feel fulfilled there. Or is it in your your personal, physical well-being? Is, you know, is in your spirituality, where do you feel like there's, uh, there are barriers and borders? And I want you to think about that box. And a box is three dimensions, right? And so there are three forces that keep you in that box. And these are the same three forces that will liberate you and let you to be able to, to escape and be able to, to be able to advance. And so I want everybody to think about it so it becomes very personal to you. And so this is how we make it relevant. Think about just one area of your life where you feel like you're limited, that even if you're working towards something, you're not making progress. Now, when you have that on the piece of paper, I'm going to help you to draw out the, this, it's the limitless model as three parts. And I want everyone to draw three circles, but I want you to make these three circles intersecting. So it's what they call a Venn diagram, a Venn diagram. It kind of looks like Mickey Mouse where you have two ears that are intersecting and a face. So you have three connecting circles and they all overlap with each other. And I'm going to identify these three circles. And again, these are the three elements to becoming limitless. The first circle is your mindset. And I'm going to define your mindset very practically as a set of assumptions and attitudes you have about something. So it could be your attitude and assumptions about how the world works. It could be your attitudes, assumptions about yourself. It could be your attitudes and assumptions about learning. Okay. And so what would fall in the circle are things like what you believe is possible. Another thing that would fall in the circle is what you believe you're capable of. Because you could believe something is possible. Maybe people... I've seen me on stage memorize 100 people's names in an audience or 100 words or 100 numbers. You could believe it's possible, but you might not believe you're capable of it, right? Maybe also besides what you believe is possible, what you believe you're capable of is what you believe you deserve. That could be a big one also for a lot of people. So put that in Mm -hmm. that circle because the last, I'm going to give you three M's. The first M is mindset. The last M as a spoiler are the methods, Right. And so I could teach somebody a method on how to remember names, but if their mindset is I'm not smart enough or I have a horrible memory, then you know that the method's going to still keep them in that box, right? Because of their mindset. And that's where the limit is. Now, the second M, you know, after mindset and before methods, another circle is your motivation. And I want to I talk about motivation. I'm going to put a spin on it. 
that's different than, to answer your question, that's different than maybe what we've heard in the past. Motivation typically, okay, so in mindset, I talk about the seven lies to learning in human potential. And a lie for me is not, it's, it stands for, it's an acronym, obviously, limited idea entertained. That's what a lie is, a limited idea that you're just entertaining. It's not necessarily the truth that you're not smart enough or that you're not good enough for that relationship or that you're not X, but it's a limited idea. You're choosing to entertain and give it energy or give it power, right? And so I talk about the seven lies that are globally accepted that are simply not true. Global lies like intelligence is fixed, like that you take an IQ test when you're eight and that's your same potential as when you're 88. That's just simply not true. Another lie is that we use 10% or 20% of our brain. It's absolutely not true. We use 100% of our brain like we use 100% of our body. You know, And I talk about the science of it, but then I explain how you could utilize it. Another lie is something like genius is born. And I, we, we know that genius is not born, that genius is built. And, you know, and so these lies, but there's lies are also around motivation that keep us stuck. Like a lie behind motivation is something like you have to enjoy that activity. In order to be motivated to work out, you have to love working out. But Mm -hmm. not absolutely true because I have a lot of friends who I just, they epitomize motivation. They wake up at 4.30 every morning and they work out and I'll ask them, do you enjoy it? And a lot of them will say, no, I absolutely hate waking up early in the morning. I absolutely hate working out, but they never miss a day. And I wonder like, why is that? Right. What's up fam. All right. So I've just got to take a second and say that improvement starts with shifting your patterns and building healthier habits. We have heard that on our show time and time again from really great experts and guests. And what I've learned is that making time to fit yourself in every day, to help manage your stress, help you focus on your sleep, and to just feel more energized and refreshed, it's important. It's important to make that time. So Fitbit Sense is the advanced health watch that gives you tools to do just that. And I love that technology has allowed us to have something on our wrist to help us actually see some data to see what's going on. So it's actually the world's first smartwatch with an EDA sensor that can actually indicate your body's response to stress. Fitbit premium members get a detailed breakdown of their stress management score. Ooh, I need that, which is really cool because it shows how your heart activity and sleep are all affected by stress. And whenever you need to take a breather, which hello, mom life, we all do, you can do guided mindfulness sessions to help keep you calm, mind, body, and spirit. So right now you can actually get a six month trial of premium when you buy Fitbit Sense. With Father's Day coming up, this could be the perfect gift idea for dad or in the spirit of self-care, buy it for yourself, girl. Visit Fitbit.com and check it out today. Love you, fam. And so... For me, the ultimate motivation, because when motivation, most people think about it, is they go to a seminar, a motivational seminar, and they get really jazzed, they dance around, and they're like, I'm going to transform my life. And then the next day, what happens? Not much, (laughs) right? So a lot of people think motivation is this surge of energy or excitement, but then it wears off, right? And that's their association. It's kind of like, I don't know if the two of you saw the, the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper yeah. and Robert De Niro. 
it's yeah it's where he yeah. goes uh he's struggling he goes from zero to hero by taking a pill and he, mm -hmm. he becomes really smart and he can learn languages and he has this incredible memory and he becomes focused and concentrated and he has a surge of motivation but when the pill wears off 24 hours later he goes back down to no motivation right and he loses all of his powers the um the book um, limitless it's called limitless upgrade your brain learn anything faster unlock your exceptional life the forward is by dr mark hyman uh, who's head of innovation and strategy at the uh, uh, cleveland clinic center for uh, functional medicine and he writes this he says there is no genius pill but jim gives you the process for having your best brain and brightest future so there's no pill but mm. there is a process and there are no side effects you know with the as opposed to the, the actual pill. But going back to motivation, it's not a surge of motivation you want. You want sustainable motivation. So here's the formula everyone can write down for sustainable motivation. If you have problems getting yourself to follow through with things, if you procrastinate, if you sabotage, the formula is this, P times E times S3. This is the key to motivation. P times E times S3. And so how I came up with this was, and you might hear my dog in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and this is the real, this is just life, right? And so right now, um, and this is what I love about your, about your show, how, how real and relevant and, and, and raw it is with people. Um, so the, what I did was I did this thought experiment. I said, okay, let's together, let's make the ultimate motivated human being. You know, what are the elements for that person? They always follow through no matter what. The P says, the P stands for purpose, that you don't have mm -hmm. to enjoy that workout mm -hmm. or enjoy reading or enjoy meditation. I always say, choose to bring joy into these activities, of course, but, um, but you need a purpose. You need a reason for doing so. It doesn't have to be your life mm -hmm. purpose, but you need a reason for doing that activity because some people are motivated simply because they don't have a reason to do it. And they maybe even shouldn't be doing it in the first place, right? So that could be an indicator. But the key with reason, having a purpose, is that you don't just know it intellectually. Everyone knows intellectually why they should exercise and eat right and meditate and prioritize their sleep, but they don't feel the reasons. So I would say allow yourself to feel the rewards of, of the benefits that come from it. So you mentioned cold showers and, and um, you know, my morning routine. I still, to this day, take cold showers, even in, you know, especially now with what's going on in the world. On Instagram the other day, I posted a five-minute ice bath, and it's pure ice, all ice, you know, that I did. And, but I, I, and here's the thing. I grew up in the Northeast. I hate the cold. I, I just I, I wish I loved it, but I really despise the cold. But I never miss a day of a cold shower. And I go cold, hot, cold, hot. And because I have a reason, uh, the reasons are it, it lowers inflammation. It, for the reasons are it resets my nervous system even better than coffee. You know, the, the reasons are I like to do difficult things to train my brain to build grit and resilience. So I believe how you do anything is how you do everything. And if I could get mm -hmm. myself succeeding when I feel uncomfortable and bringing my mind into a peaceful place, I could do it when I need to have a difficult conversation with somebody. Or when I need to do something uncomfortable, like get on maybe on stage or getting going doing media in front of you know thousands of people, 
And so I have a reason that I feel. And, and so I always, I always follow through. And so my question for you is think about that activity that you can't get yourself to do. Are you allowing yourself to feel the rewards and also maybe giving yourself permission to feel the discomfort of what if you don't do it? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is, that is very, very important because pain could be a trigger and a signal that, you know, if you're fearful, maybe you need to prepare. And, and it's, I think it's okay to feel a little discomfort if it gets you to follow through with something and uh, Mm -hmm. the consequence. So that's the purpose. So I would start with that. If you're procrastinating, start with the P really not just intellectually, but feel the, the emotions of, what comes from doing it and also the pain of not doing it. Now I went into my mind, I did this thought experiment. I said, okay, if the person, if we're building the ultimate motivated human being, if they just have purpose, will they always be motivated? And I said, no, they could be lacking the E. The E stands for energy, meaning that Mm. somebody could have the, all the reasons for working out, because they want to live longer and they can be there for their child to walk them, their daughter down the aisle. They can really feel it, like allow yourself to feel it. And they can still not work out because maybe they have a newborn and they haven't slept in three nights. They're not going to be very motivated to work out. Let's say we always talk about leaders or readers. And I think, you know, reading is to your mind what exercises to your body. So if you're going to move every day, I think you should move your mind. And I think the best exercise is reading. But you could say you want to read a book a week, which comes out to about 45 minutes a day if you do the math. The, and I know this because I'm just writing this book. The average book has about 64,000 words. The average person reads about 200 words a minute. So it takes about 320 minutes to get through a book divided by seven days. Wow. Yeah, 320 <laughs> minutes to get through a book. We should put that to the test. Steve. I know. <laughs> and then if there's, seven, if there's seven days in a week, then you divide it by seven and it's about 45 minutes a day, 45 minutes a day. You can finish a book a week, you know, and if you triple your reading speed, it's only 15 minutes a day. Right. But yet some people can know all the rewards of reading. They can become an expert in their field. They could be, they can earn more money. They could have more influence, uh, you know, and they could read. A, I, I love reading because if somebody has decades of experience and they put it into a book and you can read that book in a few days, you could download decades into days that's a huge, so true. huge, huge advantage. Yet some people could have all the reasons to read, but maybe they ate a big meal a processed food and junk food and they're in a food coma. They aren't likely to sit down and study because they don't have the energy, right? Somebody could want to start a business and do this, but they're around energy vampires and they steal all their energy. I think some people are batteries included, but some people you know, not, they don't have batteries and they're stealing your batteries, right? And they could take your drive away. And so it's very important that you optimize your energy. So in the book, you know, I talk about the 10 keys for unlimited mental energy, you know, how to clear brain fog and mental fatigue. So you need energy, all right? Because purpose is great, but if you lack the sleep or the, are you eating the wrong foods or you're stressed out of your mind, it depletes a lot of energy. And then finally, what does S3 stand for? I pulled back and I said, okay, we're building the ultimate human being. They have purpose. They feel it. They have plentiful energy. They got great sleep. Are they always going to follow through and be motivated? And because the evidence that you're motivated is not what you say. It's not what you feel. It's what you do. And then I said, no, Mm. there's one more exception. 
The exception is if even if they have purpose and they have energy, they could still not be motivated because that thing is too big or too intimidating or unclear and it's confusing. And a confused mind is not motivated. A confused mind doesn't do anything. So for example, mm-hmm. some people, and you know this, they they they're you know, they'll post on social media and they set this goal and they're like, oh, I wanna, I wanna find my soulmate and live happily ever after. Right? That's way too big. Right. And or they say something like, I want to build the next, you know, million dollar, you know, online brand, you know, way too big. Or they want to say, I want to have the perfect body or whatever it is. S3 stands for small, simple step. Hey, fam, we've got a really cool hookup for you guys today from Bar 3. Bar 3 is offering all of our Stevens is on Good Life listeners a 15-day free trial and 75% off your subscription. So real quick, if you go to bar3.com forward slash Cezanne and you enter in promo code Cezanne, you're going to unlock that 75% off today. That's pretty awesome. And I don't know if any of you guys are like me, but I'm the type of person where when I'm stressed out or there's uncertainty in my life, I have noticed, especially now more than ever, I need a release. And for me, exercise definitely is something that helps, not just for looking good, but for feeling good. And recently, I have realized I need to take care not just of my body, but of my mind too. So that's why I was so happy to discover Bar 3. You get an amazing full body workout, including cardio and strength conditioning, but there's also a mindfulness element to every workout. So you'll see that throughout every workout, the instructors are giving you cues of encouragement to help build your mind-body connection because the two really do go hand in hand. When I work out, I feel good, I'm more productive, and it all starts with a great workout. So again, if you guys wanna check out Bar 3, They're on a mission to redefine what success in fitness means, shifting the focus from how you look to how you feel. Check them out. Get that 75% off the subscription at bar3, B-A-R-R-E-3, the number three, dot com forward slash Cezanne. Put my name in there for that promo code, Cezanne. Small, simple Mm. step. And the way you find out what your small, simple step is, asking yourself this simple question. What is the tiniest action I could take that gives me progress towards this goal? What is the tiniest action I can take that will give me progress towards this goal? Because the truth Mm -hmm. is, inch by inch, it's a cinch. Yard by yard, way too hard. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. stuck because they'll think about something and it's just way too big or it's too confusing or it's too intimidating and it's this big you know, monster, if you will, and just taking one little bite. So an example of a small, simple step S3 is maybe you're not working out an hour a day. Maybe it's you're putting on your hiking shoes or your running shoes. That's a small, simple step. Maybe it's not reading one hour a day. Maybe it's you opening up the book, right? Or reading one line in a book. It becomes the small, simple step is something that you cannot fail. It is so, takes a little energy and very little effort. So you can't fail at it. The example I do, and I talk about habits and redesigning your habits and getting rid of old habits. I talk about someone I had on my podcast named Dr. BJ Fogg, who runs Stanford University Lab for psychology. Yeah, he was on The Good Life. Yes, amazing, right? And so he has something called tiny habits. He's saying that, hey, not everyone flosses and it's good for your longevity, but what if you've lost just one tooth, 
right? And you're not going to stop at one mm-hmm. truth. You're going to go, you're going to do it all. It's just like you're not going to read just one line. And so it's wonderful dude, when you break it down into small, simple steps. So that's, again, what I, to answer your question about motivation, people can't get themselves you know, off the couch to do something that they know they should do. I would say, mm-hmm. look at your purpose, allow yourself to feel good and bad about doing it and not doing it. Um, and maybe it's a filter because maybe you shouldn't be doing it. If there's no reason, yeah. you're not going to get the rewards. And then do I have enough energy to do this thing? And then how do I break this down into a small, simple step that I could begin mm. right now? Yes. Mm, that is so good. And, and that, that I think is what, what is motivating is the sustainability of it you know, is that you realize this is something that you can, you know, this is something that has longevity. Um, you know, it's, it's not demotivating when, you know, you feel like you have to go hard in the paint, maximum effort, 110% every single day. You look at that for a lifetime and you go, there's no way I can do it. And I think, you know, a lot of people, when, when you set a goal for yourself, you know, I want to lose that, that baby weight or whatever, you know, it's like we immediately want to see the finish line immediately. Like we just want to get there and we want to do it as drastically sometimes as we can to hurry up and get there. But that doesn't produce longevity, you know, um, in terms of being motivated every day and, and working out becoming habitual, right? It's like, you know, we see all these like, um, crash diets and things that people do, these little fads and, and things like that. And it works great for some, but for others, you know, they, they try it and they quickly fall off of it. Right. And I think this approach, it, it kind of makes sense of, of why it's because sometimes we just take, we just try to immediately run a million miles per hour when we say, Oh, I'm going to do something, you know, cause there's the other side of that. It's not that they don't want to do it, but then they get easily discouraged because immediately off the bat, they try to run as fast as they can and they burn out. And so I think this is an approach for people who are also pretty ambitious, but they don't necessarily understand the importance of like pace. And I think that's also a really great way to motivate that particular group because sometimes I can find myself in that group. I'm definitely like, you know, after I had teeny, I was that girl that was like, I'm working out. Like I want to work out. I want to work out. But then I would have days where I just was not being kind to my body. I was going a million miles per hour when I was clearly tired and sleep deprived. So I love this, you know, P times E times S3, because even for people who are listening, who are like, well, I'm pretty motivated. It kind of makes us all check in with ourselves. And when we are attacking our goals and our dreams and we're going after it, it's to actually break it down this way and understand our purpose, checking in with our energy levels, um, and also taking those small, simple steps, because I think that does produce long-term results. I agree completely. That's that's, a, that's an incredible point for people that i much rather be, people be consistent, because if you're persistent, you could achieve it. But if you're consistent, you could keep it. And I know a lot of people mm, go and they go, way overboard and then it becomes so intimidating and they you're right they, they burn out that way my my philosophy is consistency compounds a little by little a little becomes a lot mm. over time mm. and so so you have the mindset you have the motivation and the final circle are your methods 
And this could be applied towards accelerated learning, you know, speed reading, memory, focus, and such. Or it could be applied towards your workout methods. Or it could be applied towards your entrepreneurial investments or your methods for marketing. Mm. And, the guy, and the idea here is you could have a limit in the methods. Mm. If people marketed their, their brand like people did 20 years ago, they're not going to get the same kind of results because they're old methods for what the age is today. The same with their learning. If they're using rote memorization or sub-vocalization or regression, all the bad habits we learned back in school, then they're not going to be able to get the same kind of results. Even if they had a limitless mindset and limitless motivation, they're applying it towards methods that aren't going to get you get you the, the rewards that you desire and deserve. Now, now, here's where the magic happens here. When you're looking at this Venn diagram, you see where the three M's intersect, where I'm going to give you three I's now. <laughs> so you have the three M's, mindset, motivation, and methods. And then you also have three I's. And so where mindset crosses over with motivation, you have inspiration. Now, there are mindset mm-hmm. books. There's a great book I recommend called Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck, you know, about the growth mindset. Amazing. You have mindset speakers. You have motivational books. You have motivational speakers, motivational events. Where they cross over, you have inspiration. And there are inspirational speakers and inspirational books and inspirational movies that these they change your, your, your mindset about something. They give you some energy and some motivation. That's inspiration. Mm, where, mind, where, where mindset crosses over with methods, where mindset and methods cross over, you have the second I, which is ideation ideation mm. because as you think about your mindset that's happening in your mind and it stays you know you believe everything is possible and you believe that you're capable of it and you have the methods you know the process for doing it in your head but you lack the motivation to actually do it and so it only it stays an idea so that's ideation and then finally where motivation crosses over with methods you have the drive you have the the purpose, you have the energy, and you know what to do, the methods, that's implementation, implementation. Yet you're still to be stuck in that box because you're only going to, you're motivated and you know what to do, but you're only going to be able to achieve what your mindset allows, what you believe you deserve, what Mm. you believe you're capable of, what you believe is possible. Now, a final I, the fourth I is that middle spot. And that's where mindset, methods, and motivation connect. It's where ideation, inspiration, and implementation all connect. And you have your fourth eye, which is integration. Integration means that you're whole, like integer. It's a whole number. And so that's where you're fully integrated. That's where that's just who you are. And that's what I define as a limitless state, where mindset, motivation, and methods come together you can unlock that to make it come limitless. Man, just to be real, y'all, it is hard to find time to just (laughs) unplug, relax. You got two kids, you're running businesses, doing things. All you guys can relate. Uh, It's hard to like create that space to just unwind. And one, one of the sponsors on our show, Headspace, I appreciate them so much because they've, they've created that space basically for us. Um, if you haven't heard us talk about Headspace, it's basically your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. So they've kind of put all this into an app. It can go onto your phone. Obviously, you download it, and uh, it just really helps you 
kind of create some time in your day where you can relax, unwind, you can think, uh, you can meditate. And I, I think that time is just so important. By the way, Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads, you guys. So a lot of people using it. Uh, if you guys haven't tried uh, Headspace yet, there's a lot of great uses, like I said. If you're feeling overwhelmed, uh, they have an SOS meditation, or if you need help falling asleep, basically they have a wind-down session that their members love. I also have used it before. It's very, very relaxing, I must say. Uh, you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash That's headspace.com slash for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash Cezanne today. Mm, that's wow. really good for, you know, anyone listening. Cause we do have a, we have a pretty good broad um, audience range in terms of age. Um, does age limit us for anyone who's listening, who's maybe younger or maybe somebody who's a little bit older? Is this something that anyone and everyone can start kind of practicing and initiating today or is it harder for people who are older or younger or vice versa that that's a great question i would say looking using this model this model framework becomes an explanatory schema for looking at our life with with less judgment meaning that i believe when i when i do these trainings i work with children with severe learning challenges to seniors who have early you know, onset dementia and everyone in between. And so my, my experience in the past 28 years of not only is this book based on the latest brain science applied towards accelerated learning and performance, it's also just based on three decades of, of field testing. And it's been my experience that about one third of your potential is predetermined by genetics and biology. And, you know, meaning that it's, you know, when we're talking about, um, you know, brain aging, when we're talking about the resources that we have, but two thirds, and this is commonly accepted in, um, in all the research, two thirds is in our control. And I have, a, and I have this belief that regardless of our, it's been my experience, regardless of your age, your background, your, your personal education, your financial situation, your gender, your history, your IQ, that everybody has the potential to make progress, no matter where you're mm. at, that our brains could grow older, but they could grow in a lot of ways better. And by having this framework, you can look at the area, think about, reflect back on that area, you feel like you're in that box, and you can evaluate it saying, is this, am I stuck here because of my mindset? Do I not believe it's possible? Do I not believe I'm capable of it? Do I not believe I deserve it? Or maybe if those things are okay, then checking your motivation. Do I, do I have a purpose for doing these things, these things or reaching this goal? You know, am I allowing, even if I have it intellectually, am I allowing myself to feel the rewards or, or the consequences of doing or not doing this? Do I not have enough energy? Do I have to check in with my sleep or my stress management or my diet or supplementation or my environment? Or am I not breaking it down to small, simple steps? Is it too overwhelming? Or am I using just really poor methods for getting this goal or antiquated? Like, where did I learn how to do these things? So the mindset becomes possibility. The motivation becomes purpose. And the methods become the process. To answer your question, when it comes to learning, it doesn't matter if a, if a person for me is seven years old or 70 years old that everybody can improve just like how everyone could be, become more physically fit. 
everyone can become more mentally fit, more brain fit, mm. if you will. You know, you just need, oh. I take people through a process called unlimiting. Unlimiting is my word mm. for actively removing the barriers and the limits in our life. And specifically, my message is that we shouldn't be downgrading our dreams to meet the current situation. Don't downgrade your dreams and goals to meet the current situation. Upgrade your mindset, upgrade your motivation, upgrade the methods to really meet your destiny. Mm, I love that's, that word upgrade. It's yeah, so that, that's incredible. I think so many people, you know, listening, you know, including ourselves, we fall into these traps where, you know, it, they're traps that we don't even realize that we're falling into, but we believe these lies about ourselves, which are so often, you know, these limiting these limiting beliefs about ourselves, our capabilities, like you talked about. And I think so many people, as you were talking, were probably hopefully going through their head thinking, yeah, I really have limiting beliefs about, you know, my body or my mind or my capabilities. And so hopefully fam that you guys rethought those and, and Jim, I mean, that's just touching on the, the, the tip of the iceberg for your book, uh, limitless. I believe that there's so much more fam that you guys can uncover by picking up his book. But Jim, before we let you get out of here, I wanted to go through a few questions that our good life fam sent in, uh, just a couple different questions they wanted to ask you since they obviously all love you so much and knew you were coming back on. So could we run through these real quick? Absolutely. All right, Jim. The first question is from, I believe it's from Sarah. Uh, she says, what is your best tip for being productive? And when do you know when it's time to stop and take a break? <laughs> my, my best uh, advice, I mean, take into account everything we talked about in terms of the framework is, is to work in 25 minute intervals that we know through all the research that we've done is that after about 25 minutes, you see a dip in focus and concentration. And so a wonderful thing to do is not to work five hours straight on a business plan or five hours straight mm -hmm. on preparing and researching and whatever you need to do is to take breaks. And the ideal time is about 25 to 30 minutes. And they call it the Pomodoro technique. And what it allows you to do from a memory standpoint, if you study five hours straight, there's something called primacy and recency, meaning you tend to remember things in the beginning of something and you tend to remember things at the end. Primacy says you remember stuff at the beginning. Recency says you remember things more recent. So if you went to a party and you met 20 strangers, you'll probably remember the first person you met and the last person you met. And um, if you study the challenges, if you study five hours, you'll remember things in the beginning and things at the end, but then there's a big dip in the middle. By taking a break every 25 or 30 minutes, just for five minutes, then you create more beginnings and ends. So you can pick up all that extra retention and understanding. The other reason why I bring this up is when you study for 25, 30 minutes, the other thing what you want to do is take, you don't have to take an hour break. You could take a five minute break and the five and the things you should be doing during a five minute break for your brain specifically, three things. I would say, number one, move because mm -hmm. you know, they say sitting is the new smoking. We're behind screens all the time. And as your body moves, your brain grooves. When you move and take this moment to be able to go for a walk or do some light calisthenics or jumping jacks, what's good for your heart is going to be good for your head. You'll get some blood flow, you get mm. oxygen. You'll also be able to create brain-derived neurotropic factors. When you move, you create, it's like BDNF is a fertilizer for your brain. 
So it helps you to be able to make new connections. The second thing I would say during your brain break, besides moving, is to hydrate because your brain is 75% water approximately. And even a dip when you're dehydrated, staying hydrated will boost your thinking speed and your reaction time upwards of 30%. Just staying hydrated. So use your five-minute break to move, get some water. And then the third thing I would say is breathe. A lot of people struggle with mental fatigue or they get tired when they read this brain fog. And part of it is they're not breathing. They have a very shallow breath or it's their posture. They're like bent over. And because they're bent over, they're collapsing their diaphragm. And it's the lower one third of your lungs that absorbs two thirds of the oxygen. And so some people are getting tired, not because they didn't sleep or because they didn't eat good food. It's just because they're not getting enough oxygen. So a wonderful time when you're taking a break just to get some fresh air, do some box breathing or alpha breathing or Wim Hof breathing, get enough oxygen flow because your brain is only 2% of your body mass, but it requires 20% of the nutrients and 20% of the oxygen. And so work mm-hmm. in 25, wow. 30 minute in- intervals. That's that great. Yeah. That so good. And it kind of answers our, the next question that we had for you, which, and, and if there's anything you want to add to this, because Saz, I used to joke with Saz after you came on our last episode, she'd be like, you know, in the first thing in the morning, we, we got really hot on our morning routine. And so I'd always tell her first thing in the morning, I was like, I'm going out for a walk in the park with the trees. I was like, I'm getting in a childlike state. I was like, I'm hanging out with nature. I was like, cause when I get back, I'm going to crush it. Um, but somebody asked to also, how do you make learning more enjoyable? And, and I believe a lot of what you just said actually makes learning more enjoyable. I know it, it does for me, but is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, just a couple quick tips. One of the reasons, like, I don't love playing golf because I'm not good at it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, but my father plays and my brother plays and I'll do it, but I'm not really great at it. And so I don't really love doing it. And one of the reasons why people don't love learning is just because uh, they haven't learned how to learn. And when they're in psychology, they have something called the competence confidence loop. When you become more competent at something, you get more confident and it becomes more fun. And then because you're more confident at it, you do it more often, which increases your confidence, which increases your confidence and fun, right? And so Mm -hmm. one of the things is to just learn how to learn, you know, listen to, we have a whole podcast on it or this book illustrates it. But I think you add um, the other thing besides learning the techniques and the methods, going back to the framework, if you upgrade your methods, it'll be a lot more fun because you're good at it. And we enjoy doing things we're good at is also changing our mindset about the activity itself. You know, some people, it's kind of a downer because of their perspective. And I think that on the other lies I talk about besides intelligence is fixed and genius is born, not, you know, that genius is not born, it's actually built, is that uh, mistakes are bad or other people's opinions, you know, count. And some people are afraid of making mistakes because they're going to, they're afraid of looking bad. But you know, this as parents that a child could fall down infinite amount of times, hundreds of times, but they still get up. They never say, okay, I'm not going to learn how to walk, you know, because they're not afraid of making those mistakes. And some people are afraid of making mistakes when they learn and they're concerned about other people's expectations or opinions and they're basically mm-hmm. being put back and reinforcing that box. So the question I would ask for your mindset is how is asking a more dominant question that we talked about, like in, um, in a previous episode is like, how can I make this more enjoyable? Just like when I mm. mentioned, um, 
to you guys in the past that um, working with Will Smith and, you know, I teach them, teach people how to speed read actors, how to memorize their scripts is dominant question, which I take people through a process in the book is how do I make this moment even more magical? And then all of a sudden, you know, we're on set and it's cold. It's in Toronto. It's 2 a.m. in the morning and he's bringing people blankets. He's making coffee and bringing everyone hot chocolate. He's cracking jokes and telling stories, but he's living his dominant question. And, um, and so what are the questions you're bringing into your learning that makes it not fun? You know, asking yourself, mm. how can I enjoy this and be playful? Because children learn so fast because they, they're, they're willing to play and they're willing to make right. mistakes and they're willing to bring the joy and bring the fun into it. So part of it is also our mindset, the state that we're in when we're learning something. And just remember that we, we have control over it. And we always can make the choice going to back to this, you know, life is the C between B and D. We have the choice of our mindset. We have our choice of our inner talk. We have our choice of our focus. We have our choice, you know, in terms of what we put in our body. We have a choice of when we're going to go to sleep. We have a choice to break things down, small steps. We have a choice of what we're going to do. And so um, learning is learning is fun and learning is fluid and make your mistakes and, you know, and, and enjoy the process. That's great advice. And that was for Jess. And this last question is from Lupe and Lupe wants to know how he can improve his speech. He says he has a hard time explaining a clear, uh, in a clear, concise manner. Okay. So communication is so very important, especially now more than ever. We mentioned how, you know, jobs are going to machines and what might makes us human is our ability to create our ability to solve problems and our ability to communicate those things you know, clarity is power. And I, and I, and I realized that when I was, I'm so used to making videos or talking on stage or recording audios for our podcast is when you're writing something, you have to be extra clear because you can't use your facial expressions. You can't use, you know, your tonality, all the different ways that we communicate. And for me, my goal when I teach is I, I want to make things as simple as possible. And I think anybody can make things more complex and we tend to overthink things. And I think thinking is good, but I think overthinking is not good. Overthinking and wanting everything to be perfect could stall progress, you know, instantly. And that's really goal. The goal is to make progress and not to make it perfect. And coming from that point of view, my goal is working backwards, you know, begin. My advice would be begin with the end in mind. What do you want that person to think after you communicate with them? What do you want them to feel after you communicate them? What do you want them to do? Like three simple questions to give you clarity in your communication. So instead of just going in on a rant or stream of consciousness or just, you know, kind of getting caught up on certain words, work backwards. What's the result that you want? The same way I design my day. I think about like when I come home, you know, and my family asked me like, how was your day? And I went and I say, wow, I crushed it. Today was amazing. And I say, oh, what had to happen that day in order for me to celebrate, you know, to have this champagne moment. It's very clear in sports. My friend Clay Bear talks about this, like in sports, you know, when you should be celebrating because there's a scoreboard and you know, when you should have that champagne moment, well, what's your champagne moment for your day? And then work backwards from there. Same thing with your communication. What's your champagne moment? What's your outcome? And again, what do you want after communication for them to think? What do you want them to feel? And what do you want them to do? And then write your script or your outline or your words around that. 
That's that's great advice, Jim. I'm over here taking notes. I'm (laughs) not gonna lie. We've been yeah. I've been quiet because I'm taking notes. We've been taking our own notes. (laughs) Right in my notes section on my phone, man. It's always a pleasure having you on our show. We are so excited for your book. You guys have to get this book, okay? We talked about Limitless, that movie. Okay, there's no magic pill, but guess what, guys? There's Jim Quick in this book. (laughs) So you guys need this book. You can go to LimitlessBook.com and um, order the book now. It's it's so good. Stevie and I definitely are going to grab copies. Um, and also, if you guys want more of Jim, you guys have to follow him on social media. I love all the motivational, encouraging words that you put up on your Instagram, which is Jim Quick. You guys know his last name is spelled really cool, K-W-I-K. And then he's also got one of the, the world's number one training podcast, Quick Brain. So if you enjoyed this episode and our last episode, you can get more of Jim by just following online and getting this book. Jim, you, you know, last time you came on the show, since then, Saz has not stopped saying to me every once in a while, <laughs> scared. how you do anything is how you do everything. <laughs> and she loves to throw that question quote in my face. I also say a lot. I say, um, I say, you don't, you don't have yeah, motivation. Yeah. You do motivation. You, those are usually on the days when I don't want to work out. And I'm like, all right, Jim. I live for your <laughs> quotes. I live for them. No, Jim. we... We, we love you, Jim, and we know the Good Life fam loves you. Thank you so much. I mean, today was really such an amazing, uh, it brought so much clarity. And I, and I know that people are going to go and get this book. Oh, I, I appreciate I, I appreciate both of you so much for the capes that you wear and then not only what you do, but the manner in which you do it. And I, I would challenge everyone right now by, to take an action, knowing that knowledge is not power, it's only potential power. Take a small, simple step when you finish this. And I, I would challenge everybody to do this, to actually take a screenshot of this episode, mm-hmm. tag us all on it so we see yeah. it and share your one takeaway. You know, was it about cocooning or life is the C between B and D or, you know, clarity or care, contribution or creativity or capabilities? Mm -hmm. Was it the limitless model about your self-talk and your mindset or purpose or small, simple steps or energizing yourself or whatever it happened to be, you know, whatever it's maybe, maybe it is how you do everything, anything is how you do everything or you don't have motivation, you do motivation, whatever your takeaway is, keep that in the post. Because when you teach something, you get to, to pass it on and learn it better. Mm-hmm. And I will actually repost some of my favorites like I did in the last episode. And um, Yeah, we will too. And I'll actually gift somebody a copy of the book just as a thank you. And for those of you who want more information, again, it's at limitlessbook.com. We, we provided three bonus gifts for everybody, including two bonus chapters, mm-hmm. Limitless for Kids and Limitless for Your Team, for you entrepreneurs that have teams. And then we also do a 10-day speed reading memory program we gift you because I want just to be I want this to be the most read book. So I want you to be able to finish the book. And then finally, we're doing a four-week book club. I've never done this before, a virtual book club because there are four oh, sections. that's going to be fun. It is. I hope you could participate too. There are four sections yeah. of the book and we're going to do one week on each section. I'm going to show you how to read it, how to remember it, and most importantly, how to apply it. And that's really my, my goal for everybody. So Limitless Book it's one of those things where it allows you, even when you gift it, to give people their power back, to remind them that that life is like an egg, that if an egg is broken by an outside force, life ends. But if it's broken by an inside force, life begins. Great things begin mm. on the inside and you have greatness inside of you. 
your goodness inside of you. And, and thank you for, for having me on the, on the good life. Thanks, Jim, this Jim. won't be the last time. Uh, good luck with everything. Stay safe out there and tell them to turn the sirens down. <laughs> Thanks so much, Thanks. Jim. Thanks, Jim. Guys, we're going to be looking out for your, your for your posts on social media, like Jim said. So make sure you tag us all on there. We're going to repost. But I'm always down for a good life challenge. Let's we might it. have to take on that challenge ourselves Let's and, and start reading a, a book 45 minutes what, a day so Let's we can it. finish. It's time to get back on All it, right. baby. All right. Thank you so, Thank much, you so Jim. much, Jim. <laughs> do you own or rent your own home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Wow. Wow. Fam, how are you guys feeling out there? How are you feeling, Saz? I mean, my brain just got... A major download. I, I have to say, like one hundred percent. I just felt so much. Um, I feel like Jim has the gift of of clarity. He takes all of these things that seem to be swirling around. We can't seem to fully grasp, you know, why we're struggling with this and that. And I, I really think he brings it down and boils it down to simple steps that you can follow. He brings a ton of right. clarity. I mean, I definitely think this episode was jam packed with all of this great Jim quick knowledge. Um, I would totally recommend when you're not driving or maybe running around doing something else. Um, I would recommend just maybe listening to this episode again, maybe kind of now understanding some of the things that he's going to talk about. I mean, he ran through some of those acronyms. I was taking notes, but I specifically want to go back and do that exercise with the three circles, mm-hmm. um, and kind of figuring out what, what's in my box, like what, yep. where, what box am I putting myself in? Cause I felt like there were a few mentally I was trying to filter. And then I was also just trying to keep up with that exercise. But this is one of those episodes where it's not going to hurt you to listen to it again and again. I mean, you can mm. fast forward through the ads or maybe Stevie and I just being goobers, but I recommend when it comes to Jim Quick's tips, man, it's totally worth it. I downloaded so much information already and his book. I'm so excited because this is one of those books where like he said with his book club, not only are you going to get a lot of great tips, but he actually teaches you how to read yeah. in a sense, yeah. like speed read. Hey, really. I need that. And I, you can really <laughs> take that into future books and how to become a better learner and a better reader. So I really do want to challenge all of us to maybe look into doing that. I'm uh, for us too, babe. It, it couldn't hurt. 100% fam. If you, if you guys love this interview today, you've got to get his book limitless. You can go to limitlessbook.com and we really promote Jim because Jim, I believe is somebody who, you know, we are very thankful to have on our podcast, the good life. He has changed our lives he, so he's, much. He's an A list quality person to have on here. I mean, he is the top of the top. He knows what he's talking about. He's helped so many people. Like you said, Will Smith, Jim Carrey, you name it, Jim has helped them in so many ways, whether it's learning or reading. And so to have him on the show is such an honor, fam. And if you're somebody who is struggling with limiting beliefs, I believe our limiting beliefs hold us back, fam, from from moving forward, whether it's about your body, whether it's about your abilities. Relationships. Or, yeah, whatever that limiting belief is, fam, I just want to pray for you guys 
real quick before we bounce out of here because we got to bring the spirit into it. We got to bring yeah. God into it yep. because God can debunk those lies that you can't seem to stop believing. So let's just pray for that real quick, y'all, and then that. we'll bounce out of here. Lord, I just thank you for everyone listening right now uh, in the Good Life fam, God, whether they know you or not, God. I just pray that, Lord, you would take this opportunity to introduce yourself to them, Lord, that you are real, that you're alive, God, and that you give our identity to us, God. You shaped us, Lord. You formed us, Lord. Before anyone knew us, Lord, you knew us. You created us in our mother's womb, God. And so you've placed in each of us special abilities, talents, and gifts, God, but you did not make us, Lord, deformed. You made us, Lord, different, and that is the difference, God. And so I pray that every person would look at their differences, God, as uniqueness, God, and something that they can bless the world with. And so instead of looking at it as a limitation, God, they look at it as something that they can improve the world with, Lord. Your mess is your message, Lord. And so I just pray that each person listening stops believing those limiting beliefs about them, those limiting lies that Mm -hmm. tells them they can't do it, they can't achieve it, they can't have it, they can't be happy, God, because I know those are not true. And so I pray that each person leaves this episode uplifted lord ready to take on the day motivated and i pray that they are not isolated in their cocoon but you surround them with their love with your love and surround them with people lord who love them in jesus name pray for you guys love you good life fam so good hope you guys are having a great week keep keep your head up y'all stay motivated start taking those small simple steps and uh you got this this. get this book it'll it'll keep you going all right babe let's bounce out of here all right let's go eat Mm. (laughs) bye fam Do you own or rent your own home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! Yeah.